Today, we're kicking off our Christmas Advent series with hope, preparing our hearts and minds for the birth of Christ, the hope of the world. That's coming up right here on See, Hear, Love. Well, thanks for joining us here on See, Hear, Love as we begin our Advent journey through this beautiful Christmas season. For some of you who don't know what Advent means, it means the expectant waiting and preparation for the birth of Christ. And I am so excited for this season. And here on See, Hear, Love for the next four weeks, as we wait and prepare, we'll be lighting the candles on the Advent wreath in front of me each week representing hope, peace, joy, love, and the Christ candle in the middle. We'll be singing your favorite Christmas carols, sharing stories, reflections, and scriptures with some of my most very special guests and friends. And you can also participate along with us every week. Go to seeherelove.com and click this Advent button, and we'll have weekly Advent activities, prayers, questions, and reflections, so you can follow along with us each week. And also for more of an in-depth look at what is Advent, we have something fun on our See Here Love YouTube channel, which is me and my husband, Chris, chatting about the importance of Advent. So make sure that you check us out on YouTube. And here, for the next four weeks with me to speak into Advent hope, peace, joy, and love is Pastor of Reunion Oakville, my friend and my pastor, Grace Spencer, who you're gonna be walking us through all of the weeks of Advent. And you'll be also sharing a reflection, prayer, and blessing with us. So welcome, Grace. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> Don't awesome. you love this lodge feel? It's like a little girlfriend chat at Christmas time. Feels great. I know, I love it. Now, Grace, about Advent, mm -hmm. what is the importance of Advent? Why do you think people should participate in Advent this Christmas season? You know, Mel, I remember this time last year, Sarah Bessie wrote a blog post and in it she said, if Christmas is for the joy, Advent is for the longing. Wow. And I feel like many of us right now um, are recognizing that our Christmas is gonna be very different. And we yes. may even feel like it's going to be the worst Christmas yet because <laughs> yeah. we won't have the hustle and bustle. We probably right. won't be able to go to the Christmas parades. Everything's gonna be different. We don't know what it'll look like to gather with our families. Mm -hmm but I think it might be the best advent ever. Really? Because when have we been more in touch with our longing for hope, for peace, for joy, for love? Yes. And that's really what advent is about. It's being in touch with that longing and longing for, for the presence of Jesus. I love that. Yeah. Well, this week, Grace, our first week is hope. And I know that you have a, a great reflection and verse to kind of get us going as we start Advent, but also setting us up for this week of hope. So yeah, I'd love to hear from you with that. Yeah. Well, first Mel, let's be a little bit honest. I don't think anyone's feeling really hopeful <laughs> right now. No, no. <laughs> no Not I, a lot of people. I feel like our hope has run dry. <laughs> we were hopeful in March that, you know, COVID would be over in a couple of weeks and then maybe summer and then maybe fall. And now I think we're just managing our expectations. <laughs> we <don't>. So we don't <laughs> right. feel hopeful at all, right? Um, but there really is something to be hopeful about in the season. And that's encouraging because yes. you're right. I don't think people are feeling hopeful at all. I don't think hope is a word that we're talking about or even thinking about. No. So so I'm glad that you acknowledge where we're at, but I think it's also important to say we we can, you know, have hope yeah. this season. Yeah. 
Because really with the birth of Jesus, it's like God is breaking through in our broken world in this radical way. Mm -hmm. Like he is reaching in to do something different, to restore what is broken, to make things whole. And I have this passage here from, this is from Isaiah chapter 60. It says, arise, shine, for your light has broken through. The eternal one's brilliance has dawned upon you. See truly, look carefully. Darkness blankets the earth. People all over are cloaked in darkness, but God will rise and shine on you. The eternal's bright glory will shine on you, a light for all to see. Wow, I love that. Isn't that how so many of us feel right now? Like we are cloaked in darkness, (laughs) but there's this light breaking through and notice how it says the eternal one's brilliance has dawned on you. Like it's here, but then it says the eternal bright glory will shine on you. So which is it? Is it here or are we still waiting for it? Right. And it's both. That's really what Advent is about, that that Jesus has come, but we are still longing for the fullness of restoration that God has promised us. Mm. And we know that that God will be true to his word because he was true in, in becoming flesh and becoming one with us. And so it's like, the sun is rising over the horizon. Oh, I love that. I love that imagery. Yes, it's here, but it hasn't quite set on the whole earth. It's not resting on, you know, everything. It's not at the height of day yet, but we can see the sun on the horizon. And so there's something new happening. Oh, I think that's a beautiful image so that we can hope that as the sun is rising, the sun will come into yes. its, its, its fullness soon. That, exactly. <gasps> oh, so, that excites me. Yes, we can trust that like God's glory eventually will fully rest on us. That is the hope that we have. And that's what we reflect in Advent is not just the birth of Jesus, but also what is coming the fullness of restoration that God has promised. Oh, that's great. Well, I think we should light the first candle then. Let's do do that. So here it is. And I know that you have a prayer for us. So here is the first candle of hope that we light for our Christmas Advent season. Yeah, let me say a prayer for us. God, many of us feel like we are cloaked in darkness. It is all around. And we just pray and ask that your hope, your light would seep into every corner and every crevice of our nation and our world. We pray this in your name. Amen. We have been in one long lament this year. Am I right? 2020. It has been quite a year. And it's not just a lament, but it's also Advent that sense of things aren't the way it should be, but we know that hope is just around the corner. That is right on the nose of Advent. And as we lean in together, we understand that we are surrounded by despair and injustice and, and, and pain. That's been our year. And that is part of the Advent season as well. Understanding that, recognizing that, but knowing that hope is just around the corner. Hope is indeed coming. Songs have been written about this. That sense of like, we need hope, we need light. Oh come, come Emmanuel, come that long expected Jesus. These are songs that we sing at Advent time because we recognize where we are at and what we need in this moment. We need the hope of Christ. So how do we respond to this? How do we respond to the candle being lit to this theme of hope in this season? This present darkness that we're in is not something to fight against or push. It's actually something 
that we're meant to embrace and know that God is in it with us. And so let me share some words with you. I invite you to kind of pray these out, meditate on these, and maybe they can give you a sense of hope in this season. Jesus, transform us into beacons of hope, into workers of peace, justice, and reconciliation in our world. Remind us that even in this present darkness, we can still find our hope in you. In this season of waiting and abiding, we pray that hope will make things right. We also pray that we can be beacons of light and beacons of hope to other people in this Advent season. So be that, be hope for others. Well, to help us with our Advent theme today of hope, I am so excited to talk and listen to these incredible women who know a lot about conveying hope to others and living out the hope they have in Jesus. First off, we have Christina Tay, a beautiful model inside and out who has done work for Giorgio Armani, CoverGirl and Chanel, and who has also worked um, deliciousness in Michelin star restaurants in New York, Barcelona, Toronto, and London as a chef. Welcome, Christina. Hello. Great to have you with us. And also we have Tiffany Espenson, an amazing actress who appeared in movies such as Spider-Man Homecoming, Avengers Infinity War and Repo Men, and also TV shows such as Hannah Montana House, NCIS, and Criminal Minds. Welcome, Tiffany, to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, Christina and Tiffany, we are in a time and season and year where hope is not the word of the year. Uh, many people are hopeless and discouraged. And I really want practical things like when you are with friends or people that you work with, how do you convey hope to them? Well, hope, just explaining even what that is. And I had, I looked up the definition of hope and it is the expectation that something good is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I always say wherever, where, wherever you put your expectations in something, that's kind of where your heart is. It almost reflects, you know, where, where, where your treasures are, that is where your heart lies. And for me, we know that God is a God who overflows with hope. It's not just, oh, he gives you this mediocre hope. He overflows you with the expectation that something's good. And so no one can take away um, your hope uh, if you have put it in something that is uh, solid. That's great. Christina, for you. Yeah, I think... Uh... I don't go into work and intentionally be like, okay, this is uh, this is what I've got to do right now. I think it's it's as believers, you're a Christian twenty four seven, and um, there's so much. There's a spirit of negativity I feel in in the fashion and food world and film world, and so when we come in with Holy Spirit, our light just mm. right the 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 darkness cannot contain the light. That is the hope because hope is Jesus. Jesus. Hope has a name. His name is Jesus. And we are his children. We are his examples. I think that's awesome. I love that. And like, Tiffany, you're like kind of nodding your head like this, like in full agreement uh, with Christina. And in that, you know, as we as we prepare for the birth of Christ, I think maybe just uh, just a little bit about, you know, Tiffany, your own sort of personal story of Jesus and hope. Wow. Yeah. I know it's a lot. Thank you. It's a lot. <laughs> no, I love it. It's important because you're speaking what people want to know. For me, I say Jesus was a friend before he was my savior and he is everything you ever need him to be. 
and things in this world are very temporary as we're seeing. And, and I, the way I've done acting is I go, Lord, this is yours. I said, if the time comes where it is, oh, you have to choose the world or you have to choose God. I was like, man, I, I always going to choose God because what we see is so temporary, like your job the next day, you know, in a week from now, or even what happened last week, you're going, wow, I am in a totally different position than I am this week of what I thought, where I thought I would be. And so it's having this open hand mentality where you're not like, oh, this is mine. Like, don't touch it, Lord. It's going, okay, God, like you can take, you can give you, you only give good and perfect gifts and he never wastes pain. Tiffany, it's so encouraging. Thank you so much. And Christina, for you, a young woman listening, feeling hopeless today, what would you say to her? Yeah. Amen to that, Tiffany. That was so good. You're like ministering to me over here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, You know what? I I have experienced uh, cyclical depression, severe depression. I mean, like suicidal type of hopelessness. And so I understand what it feels to be in a hole, to feel dark, to feel lonely, to feel worthless, to feel like there is nothing to live for. I understand that. I've been through that and God is so faithful. He keeps on yanking me out of it. And and the thing that I did, the biggest mistake I did was to isolate myself. I pulled away from the things that give me hope, the people that give me hope, the person that gives me hope. And so I pull away from Jesus and I'd be silent sitting in my shame and my fear and my, and the lies. So my advice for someone who's going through this is find yourself friends who know what hope is, who know who hope is, who read the word, who study the Bible, And if you're out there and you're feeling hopeless today, if you have breath in your lungs, you are breathing, you have purpose, and you are loved by the God of this world, the heavens and earth, you are created with a purpose and you have a future and a hope because in Jeremiah 29, 11, and I would say this repeatedly to myself, God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to give you a hope and a future. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Christina Tay and Tiffany Espenson, uh, just for your thoughts. Uh, We will be praying for you in the industries and the work that you do. You're an inspiration uh, to so many young women. And so absolutely cheering you on. Merry Christmas to you both. Have a great Christmas season. And thank you so much for your encouraging words of hope with us today. Take care. When COVID-19 hit and our world changed overnight, I was afraid that See Here Love would go on lockdown, but God had a different plan. And thanks to your prayers and your financial support, See Here Love traveled virtually to every province and territory in Canada to listen and learn from brave women about hope and loving our neighbors. And then something happened we could have never anticipated. See Here Love traveled the world. Mabuhay. Buongiorno. Hola, buenos dias. And this wouldn't have been possible without your generous support. So on behalf of the See Here Love team and the communities of diverse women that we serve, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year filled with hope, peace, joy, and love. 
And if you've been thinking about joining our community of monthly financial supporters, let this be the day you say yes to sharing Jesus to the world with us. We need you today. So please give at seeherelove.com slash give. Thanks, Melinda. It's always so good being on See Here Love. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Addison Bevere. I'm the author of Saints Becoming More Than Christians. And I'm especially excited about today's segment because we're talking about hope. In this Advent season, we're called to be people of hope. And I want to read out of Isaiah 60, verses 1 and 2. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has broken through. The Eternal One's brilliance has dawned upon you. See truly, look carefully. Darkness blankets the earth. People all over are cloaked in darkness, but God will rise and shine on you, the saints. The Eternal's bright glory will shine on you, a light for all to see. This verse beautifully captures the tension that we live in right now. We are living in the in-between. The, really like we're between the two great advents. We have what Jesus did, his life, his death, his resurrection, and we also have this promise to come that God's kingdom will be fully established and we will all, this whole world, will see and know that he is God. Every eye will see, every ear will hear, every tongue will confess that he is Lord and Savior. But right now we're navigating that awkward in between. And the thing about hope is, and this is why so many people run from hope, is hope always brings tension with it. It's impossible to hope without navigating tension. This is why so many people, they try to deny hope. They try to run from hope. But the truth is we were made to hope. It's actually hardwired into us. And so when we deny the hope that we were created for, our lives start to fall apart. And if you look at scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, it makes it clear that there are three things, three qualities that awaken the eternity that was written on our hearts. Three things that reveal God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And those are faith, hope, and love. So in this season, when so many people are hopeless, and maybe you're even trying to convince yourself, man, I need to give up on hope. I want to remind you that God didn't stop hoping in you. God sent his son as the ultimate demonstration of his faith in you. And so in this season of Advent, I encourage you to lean into the beauty of hope, run to the tension in doing so. You're going to find the life of meaning that you crave. Well, I'm so thankful to hang out with author, speaker, and leadership coach Joe Saxton again for our monthly discussion on leadership. And today, Joe and I are going to be talking about hope as we lead and as we head into the Christmas season. Welcome, Joe. Good to be with you. you Good look, to be with you. You look festive, fantastic, and ready for the season. <laughs> I'm trying. I, a little bit of glitter, a little bit of sparkle can go a long way. <laughs> I love that, Joe. I'm glad you're here. As we begin Advent here on See Here Love with Hope, what what does hope mean to you, especially this Christmas season? Oh, I mean, I think when I think of hope, um, and I used to kind of not be into the idea of hope because it always sounded a little bit too shallow, but I've come to understand and come to learn that particularly biblically, hope is more than optimism, although optimism is good. Optimism is good, but it's about longing and anticipating and enduring. And I think at the end of what's been a long year globally, um, hope has got this special, it's, it feels particularly poignant for me this year, this looking and longing for God to move and this waiting and this, and what I love about hope in this moment is the reminder that God isn't finished. Oh, God's that's not. good. That's good. Cause I think sometimes shall we think like, yep, God's done. I haven't seen him. If this is it, it's not great. But I think what you're saying is to hope, hope for more. Yeah, but 
otherwise we're defined by the disappointments. And um, I think it says, doesn't it, in the Bible that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And maybe many of us this year have, have encountered that um, all our hopes being pushed further and further and further away um, because of the circumstances we found ourselves in. But I think to remind ourselves who the focus of hope is mm-hmm. and, um, and what it actually feels like. I think the reason why it doesn't always feel great is because we were hoping for more, because we we're expecting more. Right. And that's important. Yeah, no, that's so good. You know, Joe, as we look at Advent and Christmas, what does it mean to you that Jesus is the hope of the world? I, I don't want to say it, it almost sounds, in a way you just say, it's like a throwaway sometimes. Yep, he's the hope of the world. That's great, period, and we go on with our day. But I think it's important for us to kind of like wrestle through that because what does that actually mean for me and you? And what does that actually mean to the world that he is the hope of the world? Yeah, and I, I again, I, I think it's it's such a wonderful truth and we've sung it so many times, we <laughs> no. can forget what it actually means. Yes. You know what I mean? it's, a, it's a Christmas carol um, <laughs> or something. But actually what it reminds us of, because when we think of, of Advent and we look at the Christmas story, we we think of shepherds and angels and all these wonderful things, but we, we have to remember the desperation of humanity at that moment. Mm-hmm. The desperation of people who were oppressed and marginalized where um, and their seeking and trying to reach for God was getting nowhere because we can identify with that. We can identify that life has not has not worked out the way we hoped it would personally, professionally, globally. And I think the realization again that Jesus is the hope for the world is that God sends this this glimmer in a newborn baby, which reminds us that again that God isn't finished, mm-hmm. but that He, um, but that this baby will grow and change everything, and that actually He is the answer for the human heart. He is the answer for the human condition. He is the answer for all our broken relationships. Now we're not saying He's the quick fix for those things. Right. Yeah. We recognize that as G- that the words and the ways and the work of Jesus transformed things. And when we recognize that was through a cross, that was through sacrifice. Um, and but we but when we say is the hope for the world, not just okay, everybody, it's okay, Jesus is coming, but actually when we look at the life of Jesus, he overturned society mm-hmm. um so that people would see who God was. He dealt with the things that held ca- that held people captive, he dealt with the brokenness in relationships, and he provided a new way and invited everybody to be part of that. And I think for me, that is that sense of God saw how desperate things were. God sees how desperate things are and God sends his son. And that for me is why I'm like, yes, he's the hope. He's not the easy, he's not the easy answer for us. Not even always the comfortable answer, but he is the hope of transformation and redemption and a future. Oh, I love that. I so appreciate your thoughts. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, now let's head out of the studio and into the home of Brooke Nichols and Steve, who are here with us to share one of my favorite Christmas songs and story of hope. Thanks so much, Melinda. Hey everyone, I'm Brooke Nichols and this is my husband, Steve, and we're so excited to be a part of today's episode. Christmas is coming and there's just so much to prepare for, isn't there? But you know what's even more important than preparing for all the festivities that the season holds is actually preparing our hearts 
inwardly for what this season holds. You know, this has been such a crazy year for all of us. But the one thing that's kept us grounded uh, is this, the word of God and the hope that fills every page. What is hope? Hope is this feeling, uh, it's an expectation or a desire for a certain thing to come. And more than ever, Steve and I understand that feeling, that expectation, that desire for a certain thing to come because we are actually expecting our first baby just after Christmas. And so we're so excited. And, uh, you know, it just reminds me of the people of Israel and how they must have felt living in this state of perpetual hope as they waited for the Messiah, the Savior, their King. I want to read to you out of Isaiah 60. And it says, Arise, shine, for your light has broken through. The eternal one's brilliance has dawned upon you. See truly, look carefully. Darkness blankets the earth. It goes on to say, But God will rise and shine for you. Yes, the eternal's bright glory will shine on you. A light for all to see. And, you know, we have this hope because of the light that is broken through in Christ Jesus. But yet we wait with hope for the fullness of his glory to shine upon us. Is your heart filled with hope today? I want to pray Romans 15, 13 over you. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much, Brooke and Steve. What a beautiful song and story. And Grace and Drew, what a show. Woo. Yeah. What a show. Okay, <laughs> Drew, starting with you, what did you learn today about hope? That even in this stage, in this year of hopeful mourning, we can be bringers of hope to other people. Oh, I love that. Perfect. Grace, what about you? Hope finds us and it has come through Jesus, but there is a discipline in orienting ourselves towards hope. And so figuring out what that looks for us, not just being hope, but also focusing on hope. I love it. I think for my learning from both of you, 
Uh, we are hope bearers and hope is about, it's not yet fully dawned, mm -hmm. it's coming, which is what we do when we prepare for the birth of Christ. So I, I love that, that I think we need to be more hopeful people. I think we're always like, we want it now and immediately. We're that kind. That's but there, <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, true. But there is something about actually hoping and waiting, preparing for something great to come. I love that. Well, I enjoyed having both of you on the show. I can't wait for you to join me, Drew and Grace, on our Advent Peace, Joy, and Love shows together. And to you, our viewers and listeners, remember to go to seeherelove.com for all of your Advent activities, prayers, blessings, blogs, and resources that I know are going to bring you encouragement and hope today. And now, Grace, I know that you have a blessing to send us off with hope, which I think will be perfect to close up the show. Yes. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that hope may abound in you. Oh, I love that. And to you, our viewers, as we close, always know in the midst of the season, as we hope with anticipation and prepare for the coming of Jesus, as we lament and cry out for justice, as we miss our families and our freedoms, as we feel deep loss and are exhausted and overwhelmed, know this that you are seen, you are heard, and deeply loved by the God of hope today. Merry Christmas and bye from all of us. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.